Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is The Imposter Syndrome. Looking forward to getting into this teaching with you today. I believe you will be blessed. Hey, we're here at Igniting Hope Ministries to ignite your hope, and what a privilege it is to have you join us. If you're new with us, welcome. You can find us at ignitinghope.com, and if this is more of what you want, you can sign up for our weekly newsletter. The blog that goes along with this podcast also announces where we're going to be traveling, upcoming events, online courses, etc. I'll, I'll share at the end some of the exciting things that are coming up in the Igniting Hope world, but I want to get into today's message, the imposter syndrome. The imposter syndrome, also known as imposter phenomenon or imposterism, is a psychological occurrence in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Let me say that again. It's a psychological occurrence in which an individual doubts his or her skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. One of the things that my wife Wendy shares a lot, and when she was on the journey with me years ago of overcoming a poverty mindset or poverty spirit, as some would call it, she felt like the Lord said to her, Wendy, your problem is not in you don't handle finances well or you don't have enough skills. Your problem is rooted in bad beliefs because you can only receive, you and Steve can only receive what you believe you are worth. You can only receive what you believe you're worth whether it's blessing, finances, favor. Once you get blessed beyond what you believe you're worth, then you tend to self-sabotage yourself back down to a level of influence, a level of finances, a level of blessing that you believe you're worth. And this is really... The same thing that we're talking here about this as psychologists would use the term imposter syndrome, that believing you're a fraud, believing you're not worth whatever it is that's happening to you, whatever your blessings that you are getting. Now, I was... Speaking to somebody recently who was ministering with me on a ministry trip, and we were talking about how 
the Lord was using him at a higher level and how exciting that is to see people receiving from you at a level that's unusual, at a level that's higher than normal. And but there's that there's we were talking about there's an uncomfortability as well with that of having people seeing you higher <laughs> than you see yourself. And that's something that I know I've experienced in my own life. And I, I have taught how when we go to a higher level in our lives and what we're releasing and I, you know, whether I started writing books and traveling and, and when we go to a higher level, it puts pressure on our strongholds that want to limit us and want to restrict us and want to tell us that we are not that, that want to focus on the negative qualities in our lives and, and talk to us. And then the accuser of the brethren, the devil, gets, uh, you know, working with the strongholds that we've developed through agreeing with feelings and past experience in the past. Oh, that's what past experience is. <laughs> the, the devil gets in there, the accuser of the brethren, and uses negative comparison, has us focus on what we're not rather than what we are. And there's this tendency of just going back and forth at, between certain levels. Yeah, get blessed. Oops, but I'm not worthy of that. Then go back down to a place where it's comfortable, to a place where we're not challenged in our belief systems, but we stay in a place that is restrictive, in Philippians 3.14, it says, it says this. Paul says, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And God's calling us upward. God's calling us into new things. And I will say it again, when we get called into these higher levels and we start taking steps in these higher levels of, of, of influence, of blessing, it puts pressure on our negative strongholds, which want us to live in a place where we are comfortable with that level. And there's a tendency to want to reduce our lives and influence down to where we do not have emotional pressure. I remember I was speaking to a leader in Europe a few years ago, and he was talking about the, the building program that he was in and uh, seeking to believe the Lord for money and and speaking to people about the vision and about giving them an opportunity to give and and he was saying that he just was not emotionally doing well. And he was inferring that he was in a season of moving backwards in his life because he wasn't doing emotionally well concerning that. And I said, no, listen, 
You are moving your leadership to another level of influence. You're moving your leadership into a place where your load-bearing capacity is increasing. Your ability to cast vision is increasing. Your influence is moving to a greater level, to an upward call. And these emotional battles on one level are normal. You're not moving backwards. You are just simply learning how to function at a higher level. (laughs) Somebody who's listening to me needs to hear this. You're learning to function at a higher level uh, in your lives, in your life, and you're feeling it. And there's a temptation. I can't do this. I'm not worthy of this. I'm not at a place in my life where this is feeling right. And I want to tell you, and for most of you listening, that you are in a good place and you are going to, you are worthy to be in that place and you're going to learn how to walk in that. Now, We are worth what God paid for us, and that was the blood of his son, Jesus. We are worth a lot. And let me just say this. Success is not a goal to be obtained. It is a state of being. You say, well, how does that relate? Because God always makes us successful on the inside when we don't look successful on the outside. If we learn how to become successful on the inside when we're battling stuff, And that may seem like an opposite word from what I'm trying to say, but the principle I'm trying to say is that the the inner victories that we get are going to cause us to be able to maintain what we have plus increase that which flows to us and flows through us. Now, let me just talk about just something here on on the flip side a little bit of this because it is possible that and and I'm I'm saying this is not the majority I believe who are listening to me it is possible that you're striving to have something that you're not ready for <laughs> yeah I'm on staff here at Bethel Church, and there's a lot of teaching that goes on about not promoting yourself and not kicking, you know, trying to kick a door down to make something happen, but to wait for doors to open. and, And I understand that. But it is my experience that the majority of people that I connect with don't have a problem with self trying to self promote themselves, trying to be competitive with other people, uh, trying to kick a door in to make something happen, but the majority of people battle uh, false humility, uh, burying their talents, passivity, not moving forward enough. Now that used to be me. I, I would. I started writing books, and it felt uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. I was 
concerned about what people would think about me. <laughs> and I didn't want to appear self-promoting and I felt selfish and I'm talking to the Lord about that. And he said, well, Steve, it's selfish for you not to write books. It's selfish for you not to have a website. It's selfish for you to not increase your talents. I say, well, what if I become prideful? And, and, and I believe I heard this. He said, Steve, I can deal with your pride. I've got great ways to humble you uh, if you become uh, <laughs> proud. But I do want to talk about there's some people who are not ready. And here's some signs that we might not be ready for a higher assignment in Number one, we're not ready for a higher assignment if we have not been faithful in small things. Not been faithful in, in small things. Number two, we are not humble and teachable, but feel entitled. We're not humble and teachable, but we feel entitled. Three, we treat people poorly. We've missed 1 Corinthians 13 love where it says we can do all these great things, but if we have not love, it profits nothing. And that 1 Corinthians 13 love is, is, is relational love where we treat people right. Number four, we need, the, we need this higher place to validate us as a success. We, we, we have an identity issue and, and, and we believe we're striving to have that to validate us. Number five, we have been frustrated and joyless in the level that we're at. And Jeremiah puts it succinctly, if we can't run with the footman, how are we going to run with the horseman? And then six, obviously, this is one, we have cheated or been dishonest to get into a position. It's difficult to feel good about ourselves if we're battling legitimate guilt like Jacob. He cheated Esau out of uh, his birthright. But I, I mention those just to acknowledge, yes, some people, instead of trying to work on what I'm talking about, need to go back to some basic things get their hearts right, uh, and then uh, trust God to move them forward. But that's, I believe, the majority of people that I'm speaking to today, that's not the case for you. That's not the case for you. And what is the issue for you is this imposter syndrome uh, of where you feel, you, you doubt your skills, you doubt your talents, you doubt your accomplishments, and you have an in, persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud when it's not even the case. You are not a fraud. You are the real deal. You are going to a higher level, and it feels uncomfortable. It feels uncomfortable to you, and you're, you're feeling unworthy of the blessing, you're feeling unworthy of the greater opportunity, you're feeling unworthy uh, of, of a financial gift, you're a good giver, but you're, you have difficulty receiving. <laughs> That's who I'm talking to, I'm talking to you. 
And this tendency of self-sabotaging, this tendency uh, of a cycle of going up and then going down, up and down, that thing's getting broken off of you because we need you. Arise and shine for your light has come. We need you. (laughs) And I believe this message is going to be a strength to you. It's going to help you know these feelings. Many people feel what you're feeling, and it's a time of breakthrough. Wow. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Let me tell you just about a couple things before I close that are happening. We've just started on November 14th. If you're listening to this podcast soon after its release, November 14th, 2022, we Wendy start, started her 28-day Feasting on the Spirit online, 28 days of devotionals that are sent to you that will bless you. You can find out about that at IgnitingHopeAcademy.com. And and then Wendy's going to be doing a five-month Academy of the Unseen Realm starting January 2023, which is going to be just a, a wonderful time for those of you who are looking for a deeper connection with what she's doing, or you're just looking for a uh, something to invest in yourself and you're not even familiar with Wendy and your heart is sparking on that, that's going to be happening. We'll be <clears throat> announcing that more fully in the next few weeks, giving more information and the ability to sign up for that. And then Wendy and I are doing a online marriage conference February 10th and 11th where Wendy and I, we've been asked many times, would you just teach on marriage? We'll be talking about our own marriage, keys for successful marriage, help for those who want to get married. And those in even in difficult marriage situations, there'll be something there for you in that. Plus, Wendy and I will be sharing about ministry and how we minister together. That's going to be February 10th and 11th. Watch for information about that. If you're not signed up for our our newsletter at ignitinghope.com. You can do that there. And then we're going to be doing our annual Negativity Fast Positivity Feast in the middle of February. I can't remember the exact date. We do it for the 40 days of Lent preceding uh, Easter, Resurrection Sunday, Good Friday, and that. So that's a great event. Some of you have done that before. Why don't you consider if there's somebody you can do it with? We'll have different levels of that. And then at the end of April, we are doing our Abounding Hope and Joy Conference. That is going to be happening here in Redding, California. Let me give you the exact dates of that. That's going to be uh April 28th and 29th here in Redding, California. To save the date thing, if you want to come and see us personally and just have a powerful two-day with celebrative worship, great teaching, that's going to be happening coming up in April 28th and 29th in Reading, And it's a good opportunity to come into Bethel Church as well and see Northern California, which is so, so beautiful. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. Steve Backlin here. And we are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's only hope. There's only people who do not have hope. I almost gave those people an identity by calling them hopeless people, but that's not who they are. They're just people. 
who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. I believe after love, hope is the most powerful leadership, influential quality there is. It's very difficult to influence that which we do not have hope for, whether it's ourselves, people close to us, a nation. And truth, believing truth always leads to hope. Believing lies leads to a lack of of hope. And remember too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You don't need strength at the end of the battle. You need strength in the middle of the battle. For pretty much everybody listening, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. Joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. By the way, there's hardly ever a time where it's convenient to do the most important things, whether it's radically renewing of our minds, walking in joy, enjoying life, overcoming uh, a negative habit. But joy is now, it's our strength. And I believe we can stir up joy through thanksgiving. Psalm 100 verse 4 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a gateway to many things, including joy, as we focus more on what we have rather than what we don't have, what is happening, focus on that versus what we think is not happening. It's a gate into joy where there's strength and a merry heart, which is good like a medicine. And we also delight ourselves in the Lord. Psalm 37 verse 4 is a key to walk in joy. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. You know, as we even delight, God gives us the desires. That's one way of looking at it. He changes our desires to be good desires. But the delighter in that verse is delighting with unfulfilled desires, delighting with disappointments, outcomes that the delighter wants to see happen that haven't happened yet, prayers to be answered that haven't happened yet. We delight with that, those in our lives, and it's a key to releasing that desire to manifest in our lives. Those who delight in the Lord, they are hope people who add hope to their faith. Faith people without hope have a very difficult time overcoming disappointments because faith is very specific, says God's going to do this. Hope says, I don't know what God's going to do fully, but good things are coming. And as I always, well, not always, but regularly Recently, as we close the podcast, I've given you the opportunity to pray five seconds for Igniting Hope Ministries, my wife, Wendy, and me. And even if you're not able to participate in some of the things that we've been mentioning, uh, Wendy's Feasting on the Spirit, Wendy's Academy of the Unseen Realm, our marriage conference online etc. Just you can just partner with us as well and pray for those things or pray for Wendy and I and our team. And I've been modeling that it's better to attach faith to five seconds of prayer than 30 minutes of prayer where we don't attach faith. So why don't you do that right now? Pray for us or take one of these specific events that I've mentioned and pray over it. By the way, your prayers are working. We feel it. We're experiencing it. So right now, take five seconds.
Amen, amen. Thank you so much. I agree with that. This weekend, we're going to be at Merritt Island, uh, Florida. Uh, Wendy and I and a team are going to be there. <clears throat> you'll, you'll probably, the podcast will be just released right when we're getting there. First weekend in December, we will be in Round Rock, Texas, Wendy and I. Then Wendy and I will be the first weekend in January. We'll be in Caldwell, Idaho, near Boise. And then we'll be in the Columbus, Ohio area, both of us, at the end of January. And just you can go to our website, ignitinghope.com, and find out our itinerary. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. If, you, if you're blessed by it, why don't you tell somebody else about it? And we would love uh, for some of you to email us at info at ignitinghope.com if these podcasts bless you. And thank you, too, for those who've sown financially into Igniting Hope. It means so much. And if you'd like to do that, you can go to our website, ignitinghope.com, and find the donate button. Hey, God bless you. I look forward to being with you again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.